The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 176 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. Well, the New Orleans Pelicans didn't help us uh, in the losing streak. That's now the Spurs' 14th loss in a row, dropping the Spurs' record to 3-16 overall in the season and improving New Orleans to 11-9 overall. The Pelicans ended up winning by a score of 121 to 106, and they were led in scoring by Jonas Valanciunas, who's been a Spurs killer throughout his career, and tonight was no different. Uh, Victor Webanyama did not play in this one, so we're going to note that, and the losing streak keeps on going for the Spurs. Drew, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, a rough night. No Victor Wibinyama. Um Surprised that this was his first miss. I thought he was going to miss a lot more, but great of him staying healthy. But the Spurs shot 45% for the field while the Pelicans shot 49% and 41% from the three-point line while the Pelicans shot 32%. It was mostly the turnovers. We had 20 turnovers. They had 12. That's really what won the Pelicans a game. And the better sh- Better shooting from the field from the Pelicans. What were your thoughts? Yeah, so Webanyama was held out. He had right hip tightness, so that didn't help his cause to get in there. But uh, a little-known fact about this game that was kind of interesting is in the NBA, they only played with two officials on the court. After one of the officials, his name was Scott Wall, limped off limped off the court oh, wow. in the first quarter. So Ed Malloy and Aaron Smith just did a two-man crew, which you see very rare. I thought they had backups. Yeah, they well, didn't. They, they no, don't, no backups. So it was a two-man crew, which is more like a, a – man, even some high school basketball games don't go to that. Yeah. So maybe like JV basketball games. But uh, anyway, that was kind of interesting. But uh, Jonas Valanciunas and the Pelicans were too much for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, now we're going to just take a, none of the interviews, we didn't like the sound quality on that, so we're just going to give you a few highlights from some of the key players in this game, and we'll probably get to a couple of these guys in our top two, bottom two. Inside by the combination of Zohan and Collins, as the Spurs get up the floor in a hurry, and Julian Champagny hits the strings from the corner. I love it, good decision there by Keldon early on. Up two, Kevin Vassell into the game along with Charles Bassey. Osmond, the drop off to Charles, and he throws it down. Yeah, Charles got dynamite in his legs. Ball sailed on him, but here's your Methodist Healthcare assist. Good penetration here by Chetty. Drops it off, and Charles Bassey does the rest. Big time finish. And we're going to have a bonus one here, too. How about Charles right there? Again, making the right decision. Last shot down the floor. Or there's only two referees. <laughs> you okay, pick I'll it. take your pick. Bassey upstairs and puts it off the glass for two. Yeah, damn, that's a smart decision there, Charles. There's a pulled off a little bit. So Charles Bassey on the highlight reel quite a bit. So that was pretty nice. And that brings us to our top two. And I'm going to turn it over to Drew for the start. Yeah, for my number one on the top two list, I went with Devin Vassell in this one. Not the best night, but he was a leading scorer in this matchup. So he had 14 points with... 
while shooting 5 of 12 from the field and 2 of 7 from the three-point line in 27 minutes. He's number one. Number two, we heard him in the highlights. I have Charles Bassey as my number two on the top two. Had a great night. Did everything tonight. Had eight points, 11 rebounds, three assists, three blocks, shooting 4 of 4 from the field, a perfect 4 of 4 with, nine, with 19 minutes to play. That's number, Those are my top two. Who do you have? All right, so those were good, and a good night for them. I had Julian Champagny as my number one on my top two. His 12 points and his three uh, three three-pointers. He also had five rebounds and three assists. Really liked his game, and he hasn't done well for us in the starting world this year, but we know he's talented because we got to see it a lot at the end of last year, but he had a really solid night for the, for the Spurs. And my number two was a guy I called out last episode, Malachi Brandon. He ended up scoring 10 points on two of three shooting from three-point land. Really tried to tame his game down, not try to do too much. And uh, it was nice to see him get back into a uh, more suitable playing form. So that's my top two. Let's get to the bottom two, Drew. Who do you got for that? Yeah, so number one on my bottom two, I went with Zach Collins in this matchup, who just struggled shooting the ball. 12 points, shooting three of 11 from the field, and one of five from the three-point line in 24 minutes. Zach Collins, you've got to stop shooting five threes a game because you're shooting 25% from the three-point line in this season so far. If it was a little bit more successful, I would say keep on doing it, but he's been struggling. Shooting four threes a game and 25%, so I think you should stop on that. Number two on my bottom two is Jeremy Sohan. In this one, had himself 13 points after 33 points, and he shot four of three from the field and two of four from the three-point line in 31 minutes. Kind of... Um, rough coming up with the bottom two here, but those are the two I came up with. Yeah, it was a, a little difficult because a lot of people got to chip in off the bench, but uh, my number one was somebody that did not chip in off the bench. It was Devontae Graham, and it kind of is a, a sign of the times a little bit when you're in a blowout game on the road and he's not even getting minutes, and uh, for me, that's kind of my deal. There's no injury problem that we're aware of. But Devontae Graham's graces with the Spurs seem to have fallen pretty fast. So that's why he's my number one. And then my number two, I also had Jeremy Sohan on that one. He went from a spectacular game, his last game against the Hawks, to this one, 4-13 shooting. It's crazy. He only missed two shots in that one, but not tonight. 4 of 13 shooting and just didn't have a didn't have a great overall night for Sohan. And we need more consistency going forward with him. So that was my bottom two. All right, now we're going to get to the uh, question of the day. And this is actually a two-part question from Simon in San Francisco, California. Simon's two-part question is, when was the last time the Spurs' leading scorer only had 14 points? So that's a great question to start off. We'll get to that one. Drew will get on that on the research, I hope. And then the next question is, when do you guys predict this losing streak will end? I know a few episodes back you had your predictions, but those didn't come to fruition. So I want to know when is your next prediction for when the Spurs will end this losing streak? So the number one, we're going to see if Drew was able to come up with the leading score as little as 14 points for the San Antonio Spurs. Drew, did you find anything? No, nah, that's going to be a hard one to search up. Uh, that's kind of a hard one. Okay. Uh, that's well, kind of, I could use stat muse, but that's not going to work. Okay, well. I bet it was last year, though. I Bruh. bet not. I bet it was like in the uh, late 90s whenever people weren't scoring as much. But I mean, that that's really. I'll try to find that before the end of the episode. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, that's, a, that's a tough one to find. 
My prediction for the losing streak is I actually have a kind of a shocking prediction on mine. And I said this whenever I saw Webb and Yama was out. And so the Spurs had a, a large break with the with the midseason tournament going on NBA wide. And so they're not going to play till the uh, December 6th when they play the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I think that game, and this is a shocker because the Timberwolves have been great this year, but I think that's when the losing streak ends, in my opinion. Drew, what about you? When do you think the losing streak is going to end? I don't think it'll ever end at this rate, but I think that it, when I'm looking at the schedule, I think we have a chance to beat the Rockets here. That's who I'm going to go with. So I think that we'll beat the Houston Rockets. We've had success against them this year. I think we get them again. Okay. Well, I I think it's going to be done before that because even if we don't get Minnesota, I think we're going to get the Chicago Bulls after that. So we'll see if I'm right or we'll see if Drew's right, and we'll follow back on the, the next episode on that. All right. Thanks for your question, Simon in San Francisco. And Drew will see if he can find out about the leading score, but I know it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. I try to look it up on StatMuse and it was giving me all this other stuff. That's the best uh, website, though. Okay. Well, then, let's go on to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take this back to, to December 1st, 2014, where the San Antonio Spurs beat the 76ers in a close one. Everybody was chipping in this one for the San Antonio Spurs. Leading score was Kawhi Leonard with 26 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. I do believe he had some injury issues this game. Aaron Baines started this one. He had 15 points, 9 rebounds with a block. Corey Joseph had 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. We have Marco Bellinelli with 11 points, Matt Bonner with 12 points, and Monty Ginobili with 14 points. The Spurs record improved to 13-4, and the 76ers record dropped to 0-17. I think the worst start in NBA history. So that is this day in Spurs history. Wow, that's that makes our losing streak not look so bad when you think about the 76ers and think about how good they've been for so long with Embiid and the rest of those guys. So thanks for that one, Drew. That was a, that was a good one. All right, now it's time for us to preview the upcoming game, and I already kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. They're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are an awfully talented team in my opinion. The Spurs will limp into that game with a 3-16 and overall record, and the Minnesota Timberwolves will come into that one with a 15-4 and overall record on the season. Drew, what can you tell us about the T-Wolves? Yeah, the Timberwolves, I think, have a really stacked roster with one of the best players in the NBA and Anthony Edwards. Also, do you think they have a big three there with Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, also some shooters, Jaden McDaniels, and there's some other sh- I know they have a great team in they have some good three-point shooting. But um, that's what are your thoughts on the Turtles? Well, they also have Mike Conley, who's a really good one for yeah. them off the bench. and um, or uh, I'm sorry, he's a starter for them at the point guard. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they have the big the slow. List. Yeah, big slow. Kyle Anderson, former Spur on, on their team. And, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert is somebody that uh, Victor Webanyama looked up to in France who's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. I think they're really talented, and I know I picked the shocker with the Spurs ending their losing streak against them. I think it's going to take a phenomenal effort to get this one done, but uh, I do think they're really, really talented. So with that being said, who's your player to go off, and what's your prediction on this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Victor Webinyama in his return. I think he'll have a pretty nice match matchup with Rudy Gobert. He had a 27 points, I believe, 29 points the last time they played. So, Wibbyama was my player to go off. 
But I do sadly have the Timberwolves winning a close game, four-point game in this one. All right, well, for me, I think uh, my player to go off, I'm going to go with uh, Devin Vassell. I think, you know, I'm just going to trust the hot hand at this time, and he's rested. I think especially more time for him to get get healthy I think is important. Um, And I think the Spurs are going to win it by two. I think it's going to be coming down at the very end, and I think the Spurs are going to be winning by two. So that's the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we'll catch you at a later date after the Spurs play the Timberwolves in that one. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening, and as always, go Spurs, go!